Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our topic for tonight is a, a book um, and a guest, the author of the book, uh, Gail Stark. Um, and this is the book I was, a, I unmirrored the, the image. I think, yeah, Creating a Life of Integrity in conversation with Joseph Goldstein, who is, um, for many people, a main teacher of insight meditation and Dharma. <clears throat> and uh, as we usually do before we get into the, the talk, um, want to invite Eve Decker, singer, songwriter, Dharma teacher, to uh, <clears throat> share some music with us at the at the beginning. And um, <clears throat> the the book is on integrity, and um, which is really we'll go into it a bit more. Um, but uh, it's really uh, about ten aspects. Uh, the 10 paramis, and I just want to say that uh, the 10 paramis are perfections. We'll talk a bit more about that with Gail, but <clears throat> want you to know that Eve uh, put together a beautiful CD after a long retreat that she sat called um, Con um, Commentaries on the Perfections of the Heart. She can correct me on that, but it's one song on each of the paramis. Um, so Eve, if you're there. Yes, thank you, James. Hi, hi everybody. Nice to see you all. Nice to be here. Um, yeah, I have a whole album on the Paramis, um, but I, and I have a song on integrity on that record. But um, but actually, that and I have another whole album for kids and families. And I wrote another song about integrity for kids and families, and that's the song that I want to do right now. <laughs> Um, and it's really neat how, um, how the paramis, the, the, the 10 beautiful qualities of heart inter are, and they all support awareness and a really deep radical kindness. And so the precepts, the five precepts, uh, which are sort of Buddhist, uh, path of ethical integrity for lay people, um, is they're just really simple to not kill or steal or uh, cause harm with our sexual energy, um, not to lie and not to misuse intoxicants. Um, but that's a mouthful for kids. So um, this is how I rewrote it for kids and families. Kindness makes me happy, and it makes you happy too. And so I want to remember there are five things to do. Kindness makes me happy, and it makes you happy too. And so I want to remember there are five things to do. If it's living, treat it gently. Don't 
take what's not given to me respect bodies and boundaries including my own tell the truth kindly tell the truth kindly and choose healthy things to eat and drink to keep me clear and strong because kindness makes me happy and it makes you happy too and so i want to remember there are five things to do it's great it's a great way to uh to remember lists, put it to a song. <clears throat> so thank you, Eve. Now it's my, uh, my great pleasure to uh, share with you Gail Stark. And if you like, you know, if you're, I'm sure most people are quite familiar with Zoom by now, but you can put on the speaker view or pin uh, Gail's uh, video when she starts uh, talking and, um, and so she'll be, she'll be there uh, front and center. Um, so Gail, hello, and unmute yourself. You got it on the uh, lower, there you go. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so good to be with you and, uh, and share uh, Thursday night in our community with you. Um, Thank you very much. So I and I've known Gail for what 20, 25 years or so, something like that. And uh, she's somebody that I have um, great respect and uh, affection for, and um, who's really committed to uh, to deepening practice. And uh, so here's this book. Creating a Life of Integrity in Conversation with Joseph Goldstein. Why don't you uh, start by telling everybody how it came about that you wrote, wrote a book and uh, had Joseph as the, the co-contributor. Well, I have to start by telling you that right now in Sausalito, it's the howl, five minutes of howling. Mm. <laughs> bizarre noises in the background which is why I'm chuckling uh, we're we're used to it I would be out on my front deck uh, doing it <laughs> mm. um, it's you know it's a really interesting story how it happened that and so I do like to share it um, and um, I met Joseph 27 years ago uh, I had been dating uh, my now husband Ron for only a couple months and we somehow ended up in a car, the three of us heading to the mountains to ski together. And I was just petrified the first time I met him. You know, I'd heard a lot about him. He'd been teaching like, I don't know, 20 years, 
by that time anyway, and he was really well known and the center was all set up. And so I knew nothing about Buddhism and, you know, so the two of them sat in the front of the car and I sat in the back and they were just matching wits and laughing and I was laughing and, and I thought, wow, this is not the, you know, staid, serious Buddhist I was uh, thinking I was going to be with uh, to ski. And, um, and I just, you know, took to him right away. And then a curious thing happened. We were, it started snowing and then it was a blizzard and it was, you know, and we had a rental, big rental car and, and they were flashing these signs saying, you know, all cars uh, need tires and we didn't know. So we pulled off and we're going to this little shop to see if they had uh, uh, chains for the tires. And um, uh, patrol car pulled up behind us and was following us, you know, and we're like, and I thought, oh boy. <laughs> and uh, so we, uh, we pulled in and Ron left to go talk to the patrolman who actually had stopped at the gas uh, thing that was at this little uh, shop. Uh, and he was uh, fueling his patrol car. So Joseph and I, and I'm nervous again, walk into this little, you know, um, store and all of a sudden, you know, he turns to me and he says, uh, coffee, we smell the coffee when we went in. So we're, you know, getting coffee and then it's like cookies and, you know, and, and anyone who knows Joseph knows he loves cookies. So we go over and I love cookies. So the two of us are like this box and that box, you know, and then all of a sudden his head swivels and, and he goes, a sandwich maybe before the cookies, you know, and we're sitting on. And so I'm following him now and I go, I'm starting to feel all kinds of things, you know, like, well, I'm, you know, I'm here with this guy. I want to have a good relationship, but we're supposed to be looking into seeing about buying, you know, tires, uh, change for the tires and, you know, nah, nah, nah. and all of a sudden Joseph's leaning over this place where the sandwiches are and he stands up and he starts laughing and he turns to me and he says, that's wanting mine in action. And we had been talking a little bit about wanting mine in the car and I thought, he, and, he, and, then, and he was laughing. And I'd never seen anybody, first of all, talk about their mind as something separate, you know, I'm that, not, you know, wanting mine. Um, but I got it instantly, it was like, whoa. And he was laughing, he was laughing at his own mind, separate from Joseph, I mean, I couldn't put it all together, but I, I the, the strong feeling was, I want what he has. <laughs> I, I just realized this was something way beyond anything I had understood or, you know, learned as uh, growing up. And I really wanted to know how we could not be our minds. It was at least clear enough to know I didn't, I was happy to <laughs> part with mine. <laughs> so uh, that was that was how it started. And um, we were friends for a number of years, like 20 years, and did a lot of vacationing together. And I did his retreat when he came here to California every year that he did it. Uh, and, um, and then uh, a, a few years ago, like six or seven years ago, I started uh, feeling just really unsettled and nothing was matching. And I was feeling really, you know, uh, and so I reached out to him and I said, you know, I was kind of embarrassed. I didn't know what to call it. And I said, can we do some therapy? <laughs> uh, and, um, and he said, sure. And suggested that we meet once a month 
uh, and uh, either on phone or uh, in person. And, uh, and the first time, so we, we set up a time and the first time that we met, he suggested we work with the Paramis, um, which I had heard about them. Um, and I knew that they were involved with integrity and I didn't have the courage to ask him if he thought I didn't have good integrity, you know, <laughs> but I said, sure. Uh, and so he gave me some instructions to work with the first one, generosity. And then my mission was to go into my daily life and work with that. Um, and then we would, um, I would report back at the end of the month. And so that's what I did. It was fascinating following those instructions and continually checking in and, you know, going to work and uh, real estate agent and, you know, blah, blah, blah. and, um, and then when we met to have the discussion and I reported back, we both had so much fun. It was just, I was reporting, we were like, he was laughing and we're like, you know, and so we both looked at each other and we, we thought there's something here. So we did that part again and I taped it. And then henceforth, I taped our uh, meetings afterwards. Um, and they're just so rich. They're, you know, it, um, it's, it's just hard to describe, but, but uh, it's where the magic happens where, I mean, Joseph has this ability to be so clear about things that are really complex. Um, and, um, and it's such a gift. And so to have it in this book with the instructions and then taking it in your own life, it's very clear. And then here, getting to hear our conversation afterwards, my kind of playing every woman, uh, and asking questions for myself and just for what I know other people would be confused about perhaps. Uh, and, and we bantering back and forth and, he just answering these, you know, the questions with such clarity and humor that um, it's, it's really wonderful. So that's the book, <laughs> in a, not a nutshell. <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful book. Um, and uh, if you have never been around Joseph, uh, then uh, maybe you don't know that Answering questions, Q&A, conversation with Joseph is as good as any Dharma talk because it's so spontaneous and alive and fresh and clear is the word that uh, almost always comes up when you, when you think of, uh, of Joseph, clear and deep as well. Um, so here's a whole book. It's like, I, I think I, 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 wrote, I wrote a blurb for the book I'll and I was just, <laughs> this is how I, I put it. Um, in creating a life of integrity, the reader receives personal lessons and practices for true well-being from the ultimate wisdom coach, renowned mindfulness meditation teacher, Joseph Goldstein. Gail has written a fun, engaging, yet genuinely profound guide for living in alignment with your highest values. I highly recommend this gem of a book. So it was, it, you can, if you've heard Joseph, you can kind of hear him right through the pages because he's so natural and playful and real. Uh, and you got your own, um, your own Dharma practice coach. Um, so hitting on the, let's talk a little bit about the, the Paramis first. Yeah. Say a little bit about the Paramis and, and maybe, um, 
which any particular one or ones were most impactful as you were practicing with him for that, those 10 well, months? I, I have something I could read that um, is a uh, description, slight uh, description. Oh, sure. And then I have a little definition for each one that I came up with. Would that be? Sure, any way you want. I did that before because my previous audience were not Buddhists. So I feel much more relaxed here, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, so in, in Buddhist technology, the 10 components of integrity are referred to as the paramis. It is taught that these 10 qualities of mind and heart when perfected can result in the liberation from our suffering, liberation from our suffering. Practicing them, strengthening them, slowly purifies the mind and heart. They are the path for crafting a life of integrity. And as promised, they are our path to the bliss of blamelessness. So these are my definitions of the Parmes. Shall I do this? That's mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, generosity. Responding to the world from a sense of abundance, sharing freely of one's resources in gifts, actions, and words. Virtue, honoring the preciousness of all life through a steadfast commitment to not harming ourselves and others. Renunciation, letting go of the habitual behaviors, thoughts, and emotions that cause us and others to suffer. Wisdom, attaining clear comprehension, deep understanding, and a purified open heart and mind through mindful investigation of one's life. Energy or courage, um, perseverance and vigor in a mind that does not retreat from, but rather relishes difficulties. Uh, I, I have to interrupt here because of the, uh, I asked Joseph about this, that this particular parmi seems to have a lot of names. And, um, and I said, which name should I use? And he says, well, he says, just use the one that's appropriate in the moment. <laughs> And that's like, right? Is that classic Joseph? It's just so simple, so clear, so easy. It's like, oh, doesn't it? So anyway, it always um, makes me smile. Patience, being tranquil and welcoming with things as they are. Truthfulness, seeing the world and speaking and acting in it with a mind and heart unclouded by greed, hatred, or delusion. Resoluteness, carrying through on our deepest aspirations with tenacity and wisdom. Loving kindness, <clears throat> relating to the best in others and ourselves with an open heart, free from attachment or aversion. And equanimity, impartially embracing whatever arises with a non-reactive, compassionate heart and mind. Excellent, yeah. So paramis are um, perfections, that's, that's one um, another translation for the word, and they're they're the the different qualities that the Buddha supposedly perfected on his way to uh, full Buddhahood. So, having heard all of these, or now that you share them with everyone, want to ask again: any particular ones as you were practicing all of these? This is more mm -hmm. than theoretical. Any particular ones that were impactful or challenging or that you you learned uh you learned a lot from you probably learned from all of them of course but uh, <laughs> anyone stand stand out for you 
Um, well, I, you know, people do ask me that question, like, what's your favorite or what? And, and I, my, my first reaction is kind of to balk it, like, you know, they're all my kids, you know, I can't have a favorite. Uh, um, I'm the oldest of six kids. So um, uh, that's probably where that comes from. But um, I think that, uh, how can I say this? Um, they're, they're designed, it's my understanding, to go go from kind of the easiest to the the most difficult perhaps or the or perhaps the most subtle also so we start with generosity and we all know generosity and uh and so it it's but you you know so in a, taking a month to, uh observing your generosity and following these instructions um it you it's so easy to see where you're kidding yourself and where you're, you know, saying one thing, but thinking another and feeling that, you know, it's all so obvious. We're all have good, good, uh, good, uh, um, habits and bad habits as you know, as, um, pertains to, uh, that. And so, and if I take like, so generosity is always a favorite. It's the one that Joseph uses out of all of them as his daily practice, really, as his, his foremost practice. And, um, but like, and then you go down the line to like truthfulness. Uh, it's um, number seven. And truthfulness gets a lot more subtle, but that what you learn in that first month in generosity um, helps move move you when you get to the the tougher ones you know it it, it that um whole what you've learned there and about truthfulness you, you're much clearer after doing generosity about how where you're truthful and where you're not with yourself right so um so that being said um i felt that as we went through the first one seemed kind of rough and i was rough and 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 i so i i sort of kept liking the next one better than the last one um and uh, and they and they were just richer also because of the depth that that you establish as you move along that being said joseph and i are both greedy types uh <laughs> and so um renunciation uh is probably never far from my uh mode that i'm always checking myself and uh thinking uh, grading myself shall we say um so it, so i would say that that's the one that has uh, really stayed with me um in a much more um in a much deeper way a much broader way now renunciation is not just yes or no it's like a, so this whole <laughs> drama that plays out in four scenes about should I or shouldn't I, you know, do this or that. Yeah. So, um, so it does. It's my favorite now, even though it's uh, often the most difficult. If that answers. Mm -hmm. So, I, if I could go in a little bit further, how, uh -huh. how have you been working with renunciation, or is sometimes I, I I think of it as simplicity and and doing with with little, um, but how does it manifest in, uh, as you've been practicing it over these years and writing a book uh, now, it's different than say when you first started? Um, I think that uh, it's, uh, I, I now understand that it is um, 
um, that it is something that arises up, not, it's not me. It's something that can arise from certainly uh, beguiling things um, that I might, you know, feel like I have to have or want to see or go to or, you know, those kind of things. Um, but then much deeper, I, I'm really unpacking it now with like, well, and then what happens? And then what's next? And then how does that feel? And then, and then do and way before I even think about acting on it or not acting on it, it's like, well, where did that come from? Or where, you know, and kind of starting with, well, just don't put myself in those kind of situations where um, you have to, you know, um, say no or, you know, um, and, um, but also it's that, uh, just watching the whole drama is what makes it continually more and more interesting, especially on one that so has so much packed in there for so many years. You know, you, you can keep, if you're really paying attention, you really can keep discovering new things about it that help it just get lighter and easier. And it's like, oh yeah, sure. There's, you know, the renunciation, we need you, we need you. <laughs> or, um, you know, so, that's all kind of part of that investigation. It, it, it's it, rather than, oh, here it is again. I'm, you know, I'm wanting something or, you know, um, to, oh, an opportunity to investigate what, you know, I wonder what, what's up there now. It's always mm. different. And that, that is that magic that I, I really caught from Joseph. Mm. It is so always different. We just always think it's the same. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like in working with with these qualities, uh, besides the particular quality, looking through a particular lens and exploring and discovering and investigating sounds like is as rich a part as uh, whatever you're whatever you're learning or the lessons that uh, that, that come out in the yes. end. Yes, that it, it's. Um, I think one of the big things uh, that I learned was. Um, that it's, you just stop and then you start again. You know, when, when you catch yourself, you catch yourself more quickly. Um, and then it's not, oh gosh, there I am again. It's okay, just stop and then begin again. And now I, I say that to myself all the time and it's tremendously freeing. Mm. Oh. Yeah, just start over. Why not? Who says I can't, you know? But that's huge. I don't, I mean, I certainly wasn't wired up that way. Um, I could just chew on that stuff for a long time and still do. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, <laughs> I don't, but less. Or I can watch, sometimes I can just watch it and laugh. It's so absurd. <laughs> Sense of humor is really big. Yeah. And, and, and what you're saying, is, I think, is so important um, to have a different relationship with the ways you might get caught. Uh, you're reminding me when I, I took on a practice of watching the judging, my judging mind, um, which, which used to really frustrate me and, and, and get me down. And then I started seeing it as an opportunity, every time I saw myself judging, instead of judging the judging, I thought, oh, if I can remember to bring compassion to this mind that gets lost, 
Uh, and every time I see it with a compassionate way, I start to become ex excited about seeing my judging mind. Oh, another opportunity to practice compassion. And it's the same stuff that would come out of it, but a completely different relationship to it. Oh, I'm growing, I'm learning. Isn't this wonderful? It's uh, like that line I always love from uh, Pema Chodron. She says, take delight in the awareness that sees the dukkha. Take delight in the awareness that sees the suffering. Oh, I'm seeing it. And that just changes everything. It's, it, 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 that's exactly right. And that, and that was what I first saw, but had no idea what it was with Joseph in that store because he was laughing at himself, at his mind, not only just himself, he was laughing at his mind. Um, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> so, you know. Um, so yeah, he, he, he just holds it so lightly. Um, and there's, there is so much joy. It's the bliss of blamelessness um, personified. Mm. Yeah, when you can laugh at it, uh, the, the whole key is to not take it personally, you know, whether you just see it as a, as a, um, just a habit of mind, but when you can laugh at it, then you really aren't taking it personally. Then you're in on the joke instead of, instead of the butt of the joke. Um, yeah. So, um, and that's something I learned from him as well. You know, I, probably most of you know, Joseph is, has been my main teacher in practicing and He's, he's the person that I learned about generosity and wanted to emulate in, in whatever way I, I could. Or, but as much as anything, being fascinated by exploring the mind, that's, that's a big part of the transmission. Yeah, yeah, and he makes it sound interesting, <laughs> right? And it is interesting, it it's is fascinating. Interesting, yeah. But in the beginning you think, oh, I don't know. Well, mm. uh, let me ask you maybe just a couple of other things and then we can open it up and uh, other people might have some, okay. some comments. Um, just if somebody was, uh, was getting the book, how would you suggest working with it? Do you read it all the way through and, or, then, uh, or, or read it a little at a time? Or how, what would you say? Um, I, uh, it's funny because people uh, here on the West Coast are just getting the book. Uh, a lot of the bookstores had their shipments like a week, week and a half late. Uh, and so um, people started reaching out to me, you know, uh, and uh, telling me, you know, and, and they say, oh my God, I'm loving the book. And then they say, but Gail, I, I was ready to do the first generosity month, you know, and two of my friends are going to do it with me. And we're all, and, and I was just talking to my business partner and he says, but I couldn't stop reading. <laughs> he says, is that okay? I'm all the way through four chapters and that, you know, and I'm like, yes, yes, it's fine. <laughs> so, and I've had that question now uh, several times. So it's curious you asked that. Um, so there's no wrong way. Um, but, um, I did the same thing. I, you know, um, I find, uh, like, um, that reading all the way through it gives you an understanding of what kind of the, the movement of it and how each kind of builds on itself a little bit. Um, and, um, uh, 
But then I think the most important thing for me is that um, some people can do the work alone, but I really think the value is from hooking up with somebody, whether it's one person or two or a group. And again, my business partner, um, he um, uh, started with uh, one friend and now I think he's got three or four and they're doing the generosity thing and they're just like, you know, they're just texting about it all the time and everybody, you know. So, um, and I did, um, when I was writing the book, I only had like maybe three chapters done by that time. And a friend that's a therapist invited me to speak to her group with what I was working on. So I did the same thing. I gave them instructions. They went into their, these were all young women with kids, uh, married, and she was their therapist. Um, and uh, so, so they took this into uh, their daily life for a couple weeks, I think it was, and came back and oh my gosh, it was just, we were just, you would think we were all having champagne. We were just giggling and laughing and sharing these stories. And um, that's like what happens in the book when Joseph and I get together after my each time. Um, and because I'm, you know, you're reporting these things that sometimes are like with tears or, you know, that are really, you know, or big insights. And plus you're, you know, you're laughing as you're hearing someone else's and you're kind of teary and then you're, you're laughing. And you're like, oh, yeah, I did the same thing. I'm a, you know, so um, I find that it's really um, can be a great way to do it is whether you read through the whole book first or not, and, or you're able to stop with it and, uh, and do it. I think, yeah, if, uh, if you even get one other person to, that you just check in with. Um, and I give it some time too, like, you know, a month. For each one. You mean, yeah. Each I, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you're already a week into the month and you haven't even looked at the instructions or you mm -hmm. read them, you know, a week ago and you have no idea what they said. Mm. Later, so that was true. <laughs> so, sounds like a, a, also a great uh, book for a book uh, group that, and, and going through it together. Doing something in a group yes. is really powerful. Just like yes. uh, the Joy Course, people, people do that in groups and it's just really, it's a whole other level of support and accountability and, uh, and excitement too. Yeah, I'm, I will say I'm excited because I've um, just spoken with Tricycle and there we're, I'm partnering up with them and I'm doing a year long course with them. They're going to do that every month uh, and it starts in September. So, um, and I'm just thrilled. How do people find out about it? What are they uh, I haven't even, it's so new that I just was talking with them yesterday. So um, I haven't looked, but they, um, they've already done some work around it. Joseph will participate in a kind of kickoff event. Uh, and, um, and they have like 25,000 people already signed up for the kickoff uh, event. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, yes. And I'm like, I haven't even seen it yet. So I got to get on the ball. But, but anyway, I love it because September, you know, we'll just once a month and have, and we're talking about ways to have groups, people can have groups. So I'm just thrilled. Because, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. just it, outstanding. It, yeah. Thank you. I'm just, I'm very happy about it. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and book clubs. I'm also doing it at my real estate company book club, and mm. 
Um, Beautiful. Hmm. Well, um, maybe it's just uh, open it up now if there, uh, anybody has any questions or comments or uh, things that, uh, that this topic brings up. Um, otherwise, I can keep on uh, having a conversation with, with you, Gail. And uh, if you want to uh, raise your hand on the participants box on, on the bottom of your screen, uh, if you hit the participants box, there's a place that says raise hand. Um, and then I'll know that, uh, that you want to contribute or ask. Hmm. Well, I had, I'll say something else if somebody's... Yeah, sure. Because uh, um, it was a little note I made to myself when I was thinking about this, talking with you. Um, and... Uh, I feel like the whole process is unlearning, not learning. Um, that, you know, that uh, again, that just stop and then begin again. We're really unlearning what we've taught ourselves on, on these qualities and how we are with these qualities. And so we have to keep unlearning. That's really what it feels like. Or at least it did to me. Like, oh, I'm unlearning things that I've, always taken for granted, which are true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, and it's, it is a tremendously uplifting. Mm. So um, you're, when you say you're unlearning, you're, where your old habits that have been uh, ingrained and, and developed over time, it takes some practice to unlearn things that don't serve you and replace them with, with habits that do serve you. Mm. Yes, and, and not taking them as Gail. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not, that's just a, a habit. It's like, mm. that is so, that, and my, my passion is taking this into the world of business since, you know, that's been my world. Um, and especially to all the people that would never go to a retreat or um, pick up a Buddhist book, um, kind of, in, I feel like, would like to infiltrate there um and um and and that's something that as you start to work with these instructions it's it's uh it's about it's you they're very simple clear um feet on the ground instructions uh that you take into your daily life it's off the cushion practice mm -hmm. so i feel that might help make it less um frightening to people who think, you know, they mm -hmm. don't know or anything about Buddhism. Yeah, down to earth, down to earth accessible. Yes. Great. Uh, uh, Joni, I see you have your, your hand up. Um, I have a question about two things. Um, one is whether you feel like groups where people have more um, in common, perhaps, in terms of age or experience, would be more helpful? Um, or if you've had experience with groups that are extremely diverse. Um, and then the second question is really about writing it. How did you figure out what from those conversations to keep and what to, you know, because I can imagine them must have been pretty free ranging at some times. And um, I'm just curious about that experience of writing also. Oh. Um, 
So I'll start with that one, and then if I forget the first one, so you can remind me. Um, that one um, was very interesting um, to write, and the, the conversations that we taped were much longer than they appear in the book, and I had to take out a lot of he, you know, he laughed, she laughed, they, you know, they, you know, it's like all of that kind of thing. Um, and, and so that I would get down to the, the nitty gritty of the conversations. Um, and, uh, but I think that the joy of them comes out and, and that's what um, uh, I did. Um, in editing the book, um, that took about as long as it did to write it. <laughs> it went through a, a couple edits um, because I had really almost double the material that ends up in the book. Um, and so I did a, a good go through it probably twice myself in that process, whole process of before I uh, sent it to a publisher um, was about two and a half years to write it. Uh, and then it took another almost that long to go through the publishing thing to actually coming out uh, as a book. So it, it was a process um, and I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> wow, you enjoyed every minute I, of writing I, your I, book. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love to write, yeah. <laughs> wow. Casting it with going to work doing real estate, it's, it's a no brainer for me. <laughs> Although I know like my business partner, he can't write, he hates to write. Uh, and so I always say, if I'm sitting and staring at the computer, it's because it won't do something that I want it to do. And if he's sitting and staring at the computer, it means he has to write something. <laughs> so I would just, you know, dictate to him and he would fix my computer. <laughs> so it was, he's a millennial. <laughs> I guess it's a, it's a pretty good deal when you, you, you've got all the material right there in conversation. It's not like you've got to come up with new ideas and 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 uh and 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 go into new directions it's all right there conversation with joseph goldstein i guess that would be pretty that would be a pretty fun thing to um to work on um good well, raw material also my stories <laughs> yeah <laughs> which stories. and cutting those <laughs> that's true actually why don't you uh if there are any particular questions oh, Oh, I oh, yeah. your first question. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. The diversity, the different groups, diversity of groups. Uh, um, that, because I knew it was a good question. I just forgot what it was. All right. Thank um, you for reminding me. Yeah, I hadn't really given that much thought. Um, but the one that I did the just a couple chapters when I just started writing the book, they were a congruent group. They were all kind of the same um, young married women with balancing careers and children and husbands. Um, we didn't touch on that in this, but they definitely had an ease and understanding of each other and felt safe with each other. Um, doing it with strangers, I don't know yet. I haven't really done that. Um, the other option um, is like my uh, couple friends now that are have gotten a little farther along. Um, they've just and so excited talking about it that they start out with one friend and then they have two and then they have three and they have a little, you know, they have a group now going. So um, you probably would know who you think might be good. And I, I don't, I think the only, 
I mean, certainly if they were Buddhist friends, you got it made. But for, you know, I'm so used to speaking to people who aren't Buddhists. Uh, and um, so I would think it would be richer if it were mostly Buddhists who have some experience in looking inside already. Um, you could probably go deeper and farther together. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't make it a rule. Mm -hmm. I've always found that uh, in, in forming groups, it's people that you enjoy being with <laughs> is probably the, 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 uh, the biggest uh, factor. And even if it's somebody who's, uh, who's new to this, if they're interested in growing and learning and, uh, and exploring together, um, that often works with the, with the joy course. Oh, wow, this is all new, but it's fun hanging out and uh, everything flows from that too. Yes. Uh, great. Uh, Eunice, you have your hand raised. Why don't you unmute and uh, let's see your video. Yeah. Hi, James. Um, hi. hi. Thank you for the talk tonight and your meditation. And it was good to hear you this morning in the summit. Wonderful. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> really enjoyed the talk. Um, I was wondering, um, I'm struggling between, when I look at how I'm doing on the parameters, I, to use the metaphor of scoring, I'm scoring pretty high in terms of really working that, you know, in my regular daily life as I interact with everything that comes my way. Uh, but I, in terms of the precepts, I am not doing so great. The scoring there is a lot lower and mm -hmm. there is a mismatch that <laughs> I am a little struggling in figuring out that mismatch. <laughs> uh, I don't really know that I could think of a good answer for that question. Why don't you say a little bit more? So when yeah. you work, one of the priests, one of the paramis is, is virtue as, uh, as, yeah, yeah, that's probably the one that where the score is questionable. <laughs> I got it. So nine out of ten. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, not not all of them. I don't get ten out of ten. It's I would say I got seven out of ten. Uh huh. As oh, well, to the process nice. of living life. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, that, it's it's. Do you want to say something, Gail? What, what you know, this sounds terrible. <laughs> I, I would say um, my book could be helpful. Because, oh, sure. I'm, because, I, it's on my list to order, yes. <laughs> Joseph's instructions that you then take into your daily life, that's what yeah. they're designed for, yeah. will help you unpack it. That's, yeah. that's really what they do, and they're just the best, every one of them. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm sure that the other three will catch up in no time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, those. If you feel you've got a head start on the others, <laughs> you need to, Stairway. You could just leap over to the ones. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And I'm, go ahead. Before you go, Eunice, you know, it's something for us all to keep in mind in our practice. So there are, there are probably things that come naturally to us that are easy. You know, some people it's generosity comes so easily to yeah. others yeah. less so. Yeah. or determination, uh, re uh, resoluteness, you say, yeah. or, uh, determination, aditana. Some people, yeah, I can do it, and others, oh, I don't know. So part of the practice is, is both celebrating 
what you've been gifted with that has come naturally to you. Like yeah. the Buddha says, uh, to, to take delight in, in your wholesomeness. Yeah. And then also to see and be honest with places that you need attention. And just like we were saying before, instead of feeling discouraged, oh, I'm not so good in that one. It's like, oh, I'm shining the light on this. This is my forward edge of practice. Joseph used to always talk about what's your forward mm. edge of practice. And yeah. so once you identify that, then it becomes a kind of um, rich exploration um, yeah. where you are, very few people have no more work to do. So yeah. it's just, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just a matter of, oh, this is the next place for me to grow. Um, yeah. 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 And I do recommend the book, especially, yeah. you know, you can pick your, pick your paramry. <laughs> okay. This is the one I can focus on for the next month or two. I, I just ordered it on Amazon. I can't wait to get it. So oh, thank you so much. I appreciate the answer. <laughs> I even tried doing it with uh, a friend or two, you know, that because they'll have some great insights. Yeah. Yeah get in in a way that maybe you have a good guard there that doesn't let yeah. it in, but they're saying it and describing it with different words and you go, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I am part of a group that, a men's group that goes very vulnerable with each other. So I am able to talk about my struggles openly to a lot of strangers, which That's I'm good. very grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful. <laughs> Good. Uh, before we go on, I just realized something that I didn't uh, mention at the beginning. I'm mentioning now is uh, I, I didn't put up what the the Donna um, uh, accessing is. So I'm I'm putting it in the chat room right now. Uh, if you want to support my teaching and uh, being here together, uh, you're Donna is gratefully received. And there's the PayPal, uh, James Barra's activities at Gmail. And if you want to do Venmo, it's at James Barra's. And I've been very appreciative for those who have um, contributed uh, to uh, the teaching and Madonna. Uh, and uh, appreciate everyone who does that. Thank you. So. Uh, any other any other questions or um, comments that that people uh, would like to bring up or share? If you want to raise your hand, I've been going to a lot of author uh, online talks, and everyone gets suddenly shy with the questions. It's <laughs> funny. I mean, well, watching other ones, not just with me. Oh yeah. Yeah, different different strokes. So here's uh, Ernie Isaacs. Hi. Uh, you got to unmute yourself, Ernie. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Hi. Yes, hello. Uh, it's not so much a question as a comment. As you were talking, I remembered there's a book that came out many years ago, uh, Sylvia Burstein, called Pay Attention for Goodness Sake. So while you were talking, I went up and got it and taking a look at it. Hey, I wonder if you've seen it. If not, it might be a good idea. It's by Sylvia Burstein. If you know her at all, I assume you do. <laughs> she has 
Her teaching is just one heartfelt story right after another. And it covers the same thing. There's a chapter on each of the paramis. So I just want to offer you that as a possibility. You might want to take a look at that as well. Well, that's, yeah. she's, a, she's a very close friend of mine. <laughs> and her book is uh, behind me somewhere. Uh, but uh, she was the first person to read my draft before, you know, before anyone else. Uh, so uh, she's she's been great and she's wrote a wonderful blurb and um, uh, we've spoken together and you know so she yes she's uh okay, she's, you've checked in with her already oh yes <laughs> she it well i'm blessed so, to have her as a as a dear friend for many sylvia years. and gail are opera buffs and <laughs> they go to the opera together we all, over. all over yeah <laughs> yeah so, uh, yes so, but it's beautiful. It, Sylvia's book is beautiful. And here, besides it, besides Gail's book, it's Joseph's practicing with the paramis. So um, uh, you can't overdo the practice with paramis, but um, either, either way, but I, 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 love, I love Joseph being my coach as well. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask you, uh, oh wait, here is, uh, oh. What is the last four digits of my numbers? I guess somebody that also was asked on PayPal or something like that. Last four digits of my uh, my telephone number are two. It's on Venmo. It's on Venmo, James. It it, uh, it asks uh, it asks for me knowing your last four digits oh. of your phone number to proceed with the Donna. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yes. Last four digits on you know, are two nine zero two. Well, maybe I'll okay. do that for for everyone. Um, okay. Just, uh, thank you. Uh, Wendy, hi, you have your, your hand up. You, uh, hi, okay. Yeah. Well, Gail, I wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your experience with Joseph um, with, by writing a book. That's a very beautiful gift to, and, um, incredibly generous uh, and I was just curious and this might be kind of fall on the favorites um, uh, favorite kind of question but um, I was curious about after I, I don't know how long you were meeting with Joseph was it a year or yeah, every month we were doing it every month uh -huh. pardon me yes it was a year a year okay so after that year um, what were what do you when you think about that year and you think about how the impact of it on your life um what would you say were the biggest um i guess impacts or changes that you felt you were making or transformations i you know mm -hmm. that that resulted from that that year of those conversations and practicing the the paramitas um, that's a, that's a great question. I could go on and on. <laughs> that. Um, and, but I'll start by saying that what's true is you can't go back. I, I'm continuing oh. to work with it. It comes up just naturally all the time now. So mm -hmm. it's my way of being in the world. Um, it's that, um, it's, it's just that easy. 
So uh, mm. you, you, know, you can't not get enrolled. Well, maybe somebody can, but it's, uh, I, you can't almost not get enrolled because you just are feeling better. I mean, that bliss of blamelessness is so true when you know you're, you know, like I would say like the second month or so when I was doing it, um, I was talking to someone and someone asked me, you know, oh, can we get together and I, you know, on Tuesday and I'm looking at my calendars free and I'm like, uh, and I, I'm thinking, I don't want to get together. I'm so tired. I just need a night off, you know? And so I said something like, oh, you know, it looks like I, I have a, you know, a rehearsal or something. And um, I hung up the phone and I went, I'm never going to be able to do that again. <laughs> I felt so bad and I'd done it for years. Right. But, but you know what? It's so easy not to do it. If I, I look at my calendar and I say, you know, I save two nights a week that I just can be home and, <laughs> and, uh, and not socialize. And I, I, that's all I have left this week. How does your next week look? And they're fine. They turn the page and they go, oh, okay. Have, no, <laughs> there's no resistance. And meanwhile, we, we, you know, so that's how it kind of creeps in. Um, so you, because it's, it's not like why, so at certain times I'm just right on the generosity thing. You know, if I'm doing my walks from the ferry to the office past all the homeless people and everything else, although not lately, um, I'm doing generosity practice. Um, I'm really focused on what's coming up and what I'm feeling and what it, you know, and that, you know. Um, and, um, but then I might not have that happening for quite a while. Something else might come up. Um, and so uh, Viria, they're, you know, really using um, uh, that warrior energy. I love that energy. It's probably my favorite part. So if I feel myself just kind of generally slacking off, um, I, I dial that one up. I might go back and read, uh, you know, the instructions or um, just uh, meditate at the beginning of the day with that one in mind. Um, and so that it's a focus for that day. So they, they kind of come up as needed. They're like a, a family. That's why when people ask, what's your favorite? I really can't answer the question now. They, you know, they say, what's your favorite? I want to start with that one. I'm like, oh, I, can't. <laughs> I can't say. So did that answer all of your questions? Yes, thank you. Thanks, Gail. Well, maybe uh, um, before we end, and Eve has probably another uh, song for us, maybe if you, you want to... Um, uh, share oh, something, something uh, read, yeah. uh, from from the book I yes, think you uh -huh. gonna... yeah that would be great um, this is actually an ending but it's it appears in the uh, preface of the book um, uh, creating a life of integrity what does this mean living up to our own aspirations for ourselves and for a full and honorable life how does one go about it relax the following chapters contain more suggestions than you'll need. Why would one want to? Because we feel lousy when we don't. Doesn't sound like fun, no, but sappy as it sounds, when we commit to living with integrity, the world really will be a better place for our having been here. And knowing that gladdens our hearts immensely. What if we don't feel the need to challenge or improve ourselves? Then don't read this book. It will alter that notion. <laughs> no one else seems particularly concerned about it. 
doesn't matter. You know it is important. And once you understand, you cannot go back. What if we are more or less, depending on the circumstances, honest? Living with integrity is a dividend-paying investment. We get back much more than we contribute, but we need to contribute. No thanks, I'm good enough. Does anyone really aspire to be good enough? In every moment, we are presented with a tantalizing choice to speak and act with integrity or not. Our choice, go for it or disappoint yourself and others you love, not to mention the planet. So why is integrity important? Because when you begin doing the right thing, even when no one is watching, even when no one will know unless you tell them, you will know. You will have arrived and you will write me and thank me for tuning turning you on to the 2,600-year-old secret called the bliss of blamelessness. Thank you. Thank you very much, Gail. Real joy to have you here with us. Oh. One, one more time, creating a life of integrity in conversation with Joseph Goldstein, Gail Anderson-Stark. Thank you for having me. I'm, it's just such a pleasure, James. All these years, Ron wanted me to tell the story about how he ended up going to the first justice. have <laughs> <laughs> been there. Yeah. And Great to have you as a friend. He always uh, acknowledges you for that. <laughs> so, um, but it's, it, and it's really a pleasure for me to speak to Buddhists about this because mm -hmm. it's, we're, we're out there doing the right thing every day, and I'm so proud mm. to be a part of this team. Well, as, as, uh, as it's said in the, uh, when somebody gives, uh, gives a good talk or does something well, um, sadhu, 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 well done, well done, well done. To all well of them. Yeah. So, Eve, uh, can you share a song for us on our Oh, wait. Yeah, close. let's do the song Dedication of Merit. Mm. And thank you for your first song. Oh my gosh, that was so great. <laughs> I'm going to find out how to uh, connect with you. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Gail. Thank you so much. Every living being, our minds as one and radiant with light. Share the fruits of peace with hearts of goodness, luminous and bright. If people hear and see, Hands and hearts can find in giving unity. May our minds awake to great compassion, wisdom, and to joy. May kindness find reward. May all who sorrow leave our grief and pain. May this boundless light meet the darkness of our sacred night. 
because our hearts are one this world of pain turns into paradise may all become compassionate and wise may all become As we go, the dedication of whatever merit we've created together through our goodness and our commitment to waking up, may it be shared with all beings on this planet, may all Find the joy of living with integrity. May all come to wholeness within themselves and share their love well. May all know the highest happiness and peace. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.